Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Doing pretty well. How about yourself? Good. Couldn't get the uh, couldn't I, get the old music to work. I forgot we had music last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't get the old music to work this week, but uh, I don't know what I did wrong. I'm sure it was something. Oh, I probably didn't turn volume up on this. That'd probably be the what did it right there, but I'm going to tell you right okay. now. You just never know what's going to happen here. You never know. Oh, there it oh is. there's a little something. <laughs> it's gone again. Anyway, uh, welcome back to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, bud. How you feeling? Good. We'll get our sound engineer on that. Yeah, we'll get the sound engineer to get that thing uh, rebooted. <laughs> How about that? Um, all right, so we got a big day today. Big news in, uh, in the sports world. One of the GOATs has officially retired. For the second time, got a little choked up. Did you see the speech, Mr. Brady? I haven't watched it yet. I will probably tomorrow. Um, you said one of the goats. I mean, yeah, there's multiple sports. Oh, okay. Uh, multiple sports. I got you. Yeah. I was oh, thinking. Oh, no, football. no. I'm not one of these guys like, oh, you know, it, you got to call out your goat. You got to call them out, right? You got to call out your goat. Now, I think, and we'll get in, we'll talk about Tom Brady here in a little bit because I want to talk about the goat deal and i want to talk about the differences between being the greatest football player of all time and being the greatest uh, quarterback of all time being the greatest athlete of all time how all that mixes together because let's be honest i mean it ain't like tom brady's walking out here as the best athlete amazing athlete i mean he was drafted in major league baseball he's drafted in football i mean there's a lot i mean that's impressive very impressive and you know a lot of things it's just a little different it's just a little different. He's got seven rings. I mean, it's like Bill Russell, right? Like you think Bill, I mean, Bill Russell's got 11 rings. That's right. Just because he's got 11 rings doesn't a thousand percent make him the greatest basketball player to ever live. Right. Was he even the best player on his team? I mean, for yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, but it wasn't like he was, you know, putting up the craziest numbers in the world. I mean, Will Chamberlain had 55 rebounds against him one night. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it is what it is. That's right. Yeah. I, I just wasn't sure if you were saying one of the best football players ever, or... one of the greatest of all time. I mean, if you say greatest of all time, there is no one of it is the, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be, <laughs> but that's not how it works. Anyway, we got that. Um, uh, speaking of, of goats, We've, yeah, uh, LeBron is getting really close to the score to Kareem's scoring title. He's gonna break it in the next couple games. He's eighty nine points away, I believe, as of right now. Um, played the Knicks last night, dropped twenty eight. If you're listening to this, it wasn't last night; it was on Tuesday. Uh, so yeah, there's there's some there's some things to to get into with it all. But to start things off, like usual, Adam, let's start off with. A little Reese's action, shall we? We shall. I don't know if you're ready for this. Uh, probably not. All right. Neither one of us have eaten dinner. No. This is going to be. Uh, this is like an entree. Oh, I like. Oh, this. It's that big, huh? I like it. I like. I'm excited about this. Came with a couple options here. Uh, there's one that. I've been talking about for a long time now, oh boy. Um, and it's not this one. This is not the one we're going to have. Instead, we are going 
the half pound. Oh, cup. let's go! <laughs> Holy macaroni! Two half pound cups. Two half pound Reese cups are in here. And that is not paper, my friend. That is hard plastic. That thing is in. Holy <laughs> macaroni. That is hard plastic. This, like you just got a Michael Jordan rookie card. You got to stick that baby in a hard plastic. Bigger than my fist. This <laughs> is bigger than my fist. I mean, this is, you know, I mean, it's pretty heavy. I would say it's probably like half a pound. Feel like about a half a pound? <laughs> half a pound. That's, you got a good gauge. I mean, I feel like this is two quarter pounders. If you ask me, I can do like maybe two curls. I could probably get two or three in. I feel like I can get two or three in. Oh, God. I've done. Have you ever had one of these before? Uh, no, I have not. Really? I'm super excited about it, though. It's like a full sandwich. All right. All right. Let's. Do, oh, this is a hunt. This is two quarter pounders. <laughs> this is eating two this quarter pounders. This is a double quarter pounder with cheese. This is a double quarter pounder with cheese, which is the, the, uh, sandwich I most frequently got as my free meal when I worked at McDonald's. Is it really? Yeah. I'm. I may have never had a quarter pounder with cheese. You're kidding. I, I may have never had one. I mean, there's a chance, but I can't remember ever looking up there and going, "I'm going to order the quarter pounder with cheese." The next, time, I eat a Big Mac or a double cheeseburger, and that's it. You got to get a. You got to get a double quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, it'd probably days. be about that heavy. Why not? Let's yeah. make it happen. I'm getting a double quarter pounder tomorrow for lunch. I have it. That's so good. Make sure you don't have anything to do after that. But yeah, it's, I'll <laughs> find a bathroom somewhere. <laughs> you don't mind. I don't mind, but don't bother me one bit. Don't bother me one bit. Oh, I got. Speaking of that, go ahead, take a bite. Okay. I got into the boy the other day. Huh. Got into the boy. I can't bite it. I'm there is bite. nothing worse. Can you open your mouth that big? This is great. I hope you didn't freeze this because that chocolate's hard. So I, enough red. Yeah, I I get into the bathroom. Yeah, I come home from work, walk immediately into the bathroom, drop a deuce. Toilet seats down, dribble all over the seat. Now, we all know I cannot stand that. Mm -hmm. Lift the seat up because I'm got I'm sitting down to poop. I don't care if you're in a public restroom. I don't care if you're at a concert. I don't care if you're at. Wendy, I don't care where you're at. If you got to pee, use your foot, kick the seat up, get it out of there. I don't care what you do, get it up. Because when I come in, I want to sit on your piss. It's <laughs> yeah. that simple. Yeah. And I don't want to wipe your piss up either, so right. I can sit down. That's right. That's even worse. I actually, you know what? Now I think about, it, I might rather sit in your piss than wipe it up. All right, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I tell them, I'll come out and I say, who, who went to the bathroom in here last? And all the kids look at me and I'm like, I know who it is, but who does anybody want to tell me who it is? Parker's like, I did. And I said, get in there and take care of what you didn't do. And he walks in and he was like, I didn't do that. I, I, he, his words, I put it in the toilet. I said, bud, you don't put nothing in the toilet. You're only 10 years old. You ain't putting it in the toilet. I can tell you that it ain't getting wet when you use the bathroom. He has no idea what I'm talking about as they say this. He's talking about putting his pee in the toilet. Uh, I said, well, you know, when you're done, it dribbles up a little bit. You got to, you know, put lift the seat up. You got to lift the seat up or wipe it. He gets two squares off the toilet paper, two squares. That's it. Lays it down and starts wiping the whole seat. I said, that might be grosser. Wash your hands for 45 minutes. There's no way you didn't get pee on your hands now. So gross. 
If you're wiping up pee, really, you need the the sanitizing wipe, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't care that much. Just as long as I ain't sitting in the wet, I ain't really worried about it. As long as it ain't wet, I'm good. Just don't want it wet. Just don't want it wet. Nothing's going through my butt cheeks. I'll be all right. (laughs) Adam, your skin is absorbent. Yeah, but what's it absorbing into? By the time it gets in there, it's dead. Germs are dead by the time they get into my skin. I'm not eating from my off my butt cheek. So if I sneeze in my hand, shake your hand. Yeah. You're not going to get sick that way. Sure. I'm not. I'm like not breathing in or not. T- nothing that my hand, nothing my butt is touching is going to get to anywhere for me to breathe into. The germs don't go into your hand and then they don't you get, get sick through the through the absorption of your hand. It's when you then you touch something and put it up by your face. Maybe I'm not. I'm not eating a double. Che- I'm not eating a double quarter pounder with cheese off my butt cheeks. It can get it if it if it it absorbs into your hand. You can get into your bloodstream. I disagree. I disagree. I'm drunk. I, 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 you know, I can't can, even speak. Can I ask you a question, Adam? <laughs> You've taken way more than one bite, yeah. and you're not even a quarter of the way through. Yeah. First impressions. Uh, this is this is a good amount of peanut butter. I mean, this is like once you break through that shell, that that outside shell, it's a big shell of chocolate, and you get to this middle part here where the side is now peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, oh boy! You're talking. I mean, this is the big cup. Looks like a like a thimble of yeah. Reese's. It looks like a mini. Oh boy, this is gonna take a second. Just it's gonna it's gonna take a minute to get the hard outside shell off. Yeah, that's the hardest thing. Like I feel like I hurt my tooth just trying to get that first bite in. I need braces again after mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. for the third time. Well, I'm dropping it all over. So you're saying it's very good. This is a half of a pound of Reese's that we are consuming at this time. I'm not sure I'm going to finish this. Mm. I am. <laughs> There's no doubt. I'm going 9-8. I mean, this thing's, you can't beat it. There's a ton of chocolate, ton of, ton of peanut butter. Well done. The chocolate's not the same as you usually get. There's something about these harder chocolate things that's just a little bit different from Reese's, but it, it works with this because of the amount of peanut butter inside. I feel like this is the same chocolate, but it's just so big. It's that thicker. The outside part is thicker than normal, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Um, I'm going nine eight as well. I'm matching you. It's it's yeah, I love it's it. It's recommended. Uh huh. It's recommended. All right, there you go. You got anything going on this weekend? Did you do anything fun this week before we get into everything we want to get into? What did I do? Um, the squad got a, got a win yesterday. Yeah. Nice. Who'd you play? Taylor. Nicely done. This is a JV team. Even better. Um, Taylor's like stealing girls from your school and stealing athletes from your guys' school, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And you guys went out and beat the JV team. Nice work. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I think that brings us to like eight and 10 on the year. How many did I left? Uh, zero. That was our last 
regular season game, Mm -hmm. we have a freshman tournament next week. So it's a two and out tournament. We go first team we play team. We play first is the team we've played twice already. Mm -hmm. First time lost by like 14 second time lost by three. Mm. So this could be a good game. Feel like we can compete. Mm -hmm. So here's the deal. You guys are eight and 10 on the year. Um, you don't have all of the freshmen, right? How many freshmen do not play for you at all? Four. Four. That's a big difference there, bub. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you've done – that's pretty well – pretty job pretty well done. Can't win every game. You're at the lowest level of the, of the three levels of the high school. You're not expected. You are still training these girls. You're still developing them. You're, I mean, you're developing them into what they need to be. So I, I'm, I'm impressed, bud. That's really good. Thank you. Eight and 10, hoping to, hoping to maybe let's get this season to 500. I say, let's get it to 500. I would love to get a couple dubs. If we do that, we will win the freshman tournament. Oh, you know, that would two games. Is it? It's three, I think three or yeah, I think three. All right. So let's get two dubs. Let's get you to the finals. Whatever happens in the finals happens in the finals, but let's get two dubs. Mm Mm-hmm. I like it. I plan on it. Okay. You know who else plans on getting some dubs here at the end of getting going into the middle of the season is Mr. LeBron James. I mean, he's going to try, but the Lakers aren't a great team. Yeah, but they've been playing better as of late. Sure. Um, <clears throat> they got you mentioned the game against the Knicks. I think overtime win for the Lakers. Overtime win for the Lakers. Uh, still trying to get, still trying to make their way into the playoffs. But the biggest thing is what LeBron is about to do. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar holds the all-time scoring record in the NBA. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is, uh, what, 89 points away. He's averaging like 33 a night. So, you know, in reality, it's probably going to be three games away from now. Mm-hmm. He sat out a game, you know, he, and he's been sitting out some games with sore foot and, uh, you know, whatever ailments that he decides that he needs because, because he's 38 years old. He's 38 rest. years old. Yeah. Take a rest from the from the half pound. You you're almost got a quarter pound down. I mean, LeBron rest. LeBron also, rest. Also, I'm taking a rest. Yeah. So that being said, um what what is what is your thoughts on LeBron James in general, right? He's <clears throat> they are 24 and 28. They're four games um below 500. Right now, the 10 seed is the Pelicans, who are at 500. So they've got some stuff. They've got they're on a uh, they're on a one game winning streak uh, because the game before that, LeBron got fouled at the end of the game, clearly <laughs> fouled and threw what might have been the biggest tantrum I've ever seen. Which is why people don't like LeBron. If that's I, I understand that there's some excuses that way. He that people don't like LeBron because of his crybaby attitude or whatever they want to call it. The guy's about to break the all-time scoring record. That's right. He's 38 years old, averaging 33 points a night. He's going to be top five in assists all time. Mm-hmm. Can we finally say that LeBron should be on the Mount Rushmore of the NBA? I mean, I, I, it, it, I'm not saying that Michael Jordan's the one coming down. Don't get me wrong. I feel like we should be able to say something good about LeBron without everybody getting up in arms like we're, we're taking away. I'm not saying he's the GOAT. 
I still think Michael Jordan's better than him. However, if you wanted to give me an argument, I think I think I I think you could argue it. Michael Jordan went to the finals six times. He won all six. That's unbelievable. He didn't go to six in a row. Right. Yeah. LeBron went to nine in a row. Not where was it? Ten. It was nine. Nine in a row. I don't. I mean, people talk about it all the time. People talk about it in the NFL. Just getting to the Super Bowl is unbelievable. Look at how many players in NBA history never made it to the finals. Like great players never even made it to the finals. This dude went nine years in a row as the number one option on his team. I'm, I, I mean, you could make an option that he is – you can make an argument that he's better than Michael. At the same time, I don't agree with it. I also don't agree with the fact just because we're talking about how great it is that LeBron is about to break the scoring title that all of a sudden we're saying he's better than LeBron or better than Michael. I don't, nobody's saying that. We're just saying it's unbelievable what he's about to do. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I – you, you, we talked about this, bringing this question up, and <laughs> it's funny. And, and you know what? It's mostly on social media, but it's leaked in, because it's so heavy on social media. It's leaked into the regular media that you can't talk about LeBron without having someone automatically have to compare him to Michael. If you say LeBron's great, you're saying Michael's not. If you say Michael's great, somebody has to come back with. This is why LeBron is better than him. Even if LeBron is not part of the conversation, Mm -hmm. if you're just talking about Michael, it's so, so silly. Look, it's fun to have those debates sometimes, Mm -hmm. talk about different guys. But for for this to be like this major, major rivalry for so many fans, fans, um, it's weird. It's gotten really weird. And it's, it's dumb to make it a contest if one if a person speaks well of one of those guys yeah or poorly of one of those guys it it, just to to turn it into michael versus lebron no matter what anybody says about either one that's insane and it's it does happen a lot (laughs) lebron has been to the finals now half the years that he's been in the nba that's Mm -hmm. impressive more than it is very that's impressive Michael Jordan's about to Michael Jordan. LeBron James is about to break the scoring record. That is impressive. He's going to be top five in steals, top five in assists. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. It's also longevity. Can we just say this is amazing? This is something that you know we. I mean, how, how long has it been since Kareem retired? What eighty nine, nineties? Well, I don't know. Somewhere yeah. around then. Right, right around there. It's been you know. 30 years since we've had somebody get to anything close to this. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, Kobe was getting there and, and, and Carl Malone was getting close, I think, or something, but um, yep. that's, that's just what I'm saying. I just, that's, I just, I like LeBron James. I think he's an unbelievable basketball player. And if you watch LeBron James play his entire career and you say LeBron sucks, then I I don't want to even have a conversation with you anymore. Don't speak to me. I'm so sick of it. Everybody that I hang out with, every all I, kids, my son's age, ten years old. LeBron sucks. What? What are you? you tell me why. That's what I've been doing now. Tell me why. Why does he suck? Oh well, he cries too much. Oh, so so he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so he sucks because he cries too much, and he doesn't cry. He he. LeBron James gets the Shaq effect, right? It just is what it is. It happens to Giannis too. 
Giannis gets fouled almost every time he goes to the basket. You can't call every one of them, but he get, you end up getting beat up. And when you're big and strong, some of those don't look like they're hurting you because you're not moving because you're stronger than the person who's hitting you. Happened to Shaq all the time. They literally had Hack-A-Shack, and a lot of those calls didn't even get called because they just beat them up. And if they got called, they got called. If they didn't, they didn't. But when you're that strong, I am sick of the LeBron sucks. LeBron, LeBron's about to break the scoring title. I'm not saying that just because I say LeBron James is an awesome basketball player doesn't mean that you have to say he sucks. Michael Jordan's better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't. That, so everyone that's worse than Michael Jordan sucks. Guess that that's everyone that's ever played basketball. You can't don't 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 do that to me anymore. I'm yeah. done with it. Yeah, I'm done with it. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, you know, <laughs> there are a zillion different kinds of uh accounts like on so I, I was following this account on facebook it was just like i forget what it was called basketball world or something like that and anybody you have to like you know answer a couple questions or whatever to be in, invited or to be accepted into the group or whatever mm. it's a group mm-hmm. but anybody can get in so which means i think anybody can post so there are people or maybe certain people can post or something but anyway I started seeing enough where it's it's just like fandom. Like I thought it was like a basketball thing where people where they like shared, you know, great things about players or great mm-hmm. things about or or you know drills or something like that. It became Michael. It became a Michael Jordan. Like if you don't think LeBron James uh, is the greatest basketball player ever, then then you're you're dumber than a box of rocks or something like that like it was it was really stupid stuff that they were posting and then the last straw was like twice in a week they they posted this whole this thing that people keep saying bringing up in this conversation michael jordan played against plumbers stop stop doing that don't tell me that the guys in the 90s were no good. He didn't have any competition. He didn't have to go through anybody tough. It's so wrong. It's so completely wrong. And we're that's, not talking about the 60s and 70s. And that's their – and even then. And yeah, look, yeah, no, no, it was different, though. Right. It was different. They didn't make enough money, so a lot of guys had to keep working. A lot of guys had to work other jobs in the office. Right. So I, I get that. But, But, but – in the 90s, that wasn't the case. No, not even and close. There are a ton of Hall of Famers of all time greats that Michael had to play and that, you know, in the Western Conference, he had to play against in the finals. It's it's so ridiculous for that to be the, the argument for LeBron over Michael, that the competition that LeBron plays is better. Look, overall basketball players are more skilled now hundred that's how no the question. game works it's every sport it's evolution it's going to happen always in 15 years there's whoever the best player is in 15 years if you're gonna then you can just make that argument for whoever the best player is in 15 years mm-hmm. that he's better than lebron because mm-hmm. lebron played against garbage competition mm-hmm. they're not gonna they're not gonna remember how great Giannis was and how great Jokic was and how great even the girl, Kobe, he played against Kobe for the, uh-huh. the conversation, the Michael LeBron conversation for a while, for five, six years, 
was the same conversation with LeBron and Kobe. Mm -hmm. And with Kobe and Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, I don't know. Maybe not as much Kobe and Michael because by the time LeBron got into the league and he started getting that was when Kobe was being hated by most everyone for the stuff that happened in, you know, Colorado Colorado and all that other bull crap. And he just wasn't a, like he, he wasn't thought of as a great teammate. He was, you know, the Shaq thing happened with him and Shaq. It was right before all that. So maybe not so much with Kobe. That didn't start coming until Kobe got to the end of his career. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it starts like, oh my gosh, you know who's better? How close was Kobe to, to Michael? Where was Kobe with Michael? Yeah, oh. yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'm with you, man. I w- I wish people could just talk about one or the other without having to make it a competition. Who's better than the other? Because it. even the, it, and Michael has always said this. I know I've said this a few times on this podcast. Michael's always said you can't compare. You can't call me the greatest player ever because you don't know. I don't know. I didn't play against Bill Russell and Jerry West and LeBron. James. And he loved Jerry West. Was his like he he thought Jerry yeah. West was amazing. Yeah, he, he, there were a lot of guys that were all t- Wilt Chamberlain. He he's always talked about that. You can't call me f- for sure the greatest player ever because it's not fair to those other guys that were mm-hmm. the greatest players of that time. Mm-hmm. And so that's I I believe that's right. It is always it is kind of fun to talk about who's better than who and why and stuff like that. But when when in the game changes, the yeah. game changed from the '60s to the '70s. The game changed from the '70s to the '80s. Mm-hmm. It changed from the '80s to the '90s. It changed from the '90s to the 2000s. Okay. It has changed from the 2000s to the teens that we're in now, mm-hmm. or we're in the 20s. 20s. Yeah. Wow, 2000 was 20 years ago. I know, Isn't that crazy. But I mean, think about that, Reggie Miller, like was thought of as the greatest three-point shooter you could ever see in your life with him and Larry Bird, right? And it's like Steph Curry takes more threes in one year than those guys did in an (laughs) entire season. That's not a joke, right? I mean, it's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. And and he blows those guys out of the water now, too. Yeah, I mean – I mean, it's not even close. Those guys are still some of the greatest shooters ever. Ray Allen, talk about all those guys. But Steph Curry is a totally different – on a different level – and oh boy <laughs> and uh I, it's just it's funny that it's funny that you can't have a conversation about michael or lebron at least online without people just hating on, one or dude, the other i listen to t- sports talk radio all day and by the way this half pound is gone i'm feeling it yeah i'll bet man i, I think i still i think i still have an eighth of a pound in my teeth though <laughs> sure yeah there's a lot of peanut butter back there. Yep. Um, anyway. What was I saying? <laughs> I mean, it takes over your brain. It does. <laughs> dude, it's a, it's a half a pound chocolate peanut butter. Bro. I'm lost now. I'm on some kind of sugar high. Yeah. I, I, I keep talking in circles and saying the same thing. But, yeah, it's the LeBron-Michael debate is, in one hand, on one hand, fun. and it, But it's gotten so over the top with people with their opinions. It's That's the thing. Why, like, like I don't even want to have the conversation anymore. Or I want to hear people have that conversation. If I'm because gonna, nobody speaks intelligently about it. That's the other thing. It, that's, it, it has to be a hatred. It has to be a hatred. Why, why is that? Is it because, and they say, well, then they get even further. Then it gets into the politics of it, right? Michael didn't care about, Michael didn't speak up about, okay. 
Well, that doesn't so make Michael what? a better basketball player than him. And who cares? And 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 so so LeBron talks about what he believes in. He's got a platform. He's like, if you don't have to agree with him. Nobody's saying you have to agree with him. And some people don't like LeBron for his opinions on that that's stuff. The, that's the reason up. most people hate him. And I'm going to tell you, if you come up, if I say how great Michael Jordan is and you say he sucks and it's because of his political opinions, you don't know. What you're, then we're not having the same conversation. Right. Right. I'm, I don't want to talk politics with anybody. Right. I don't like doing it. Yeah. So if I say LeBron James is, is, is one of the greatest to ever play the game, the last thing I want to do is have a conversation about his politics. And it doesn't mean that you agree with his politics either. No, I'm not saying that I do. Exactly. Right. I'm not saying that that I don't disagree with whatever he says. Yeah. I just don't want to talk about it. Right. I want to talk about how this dude is 38 years old. And when he drives to the lane, everybody gets out of his way. Like he's Giannis out at the Koopa. Like, I mean, it's a scary, this dude still can dominate a game whenever he wants to. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Can we talk about that? Yeah, we can. Anyway, we just did. We just did. <laughs> Speaking of goats. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Brady is uh, officially retiring. Tom Brady, again, um, again in, on the exact same day, by the way. Is it really? February 1st, last year, he retired, and 40 days later, came back. Isn't that funny? Uh, the video is pretty cool. You said you haven't seen it yet. Right. Um, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty You can tell. <clears throat> you can hear it in his voice. You can also see it on his face. Uh, he's he's uh it's it's tough on him it's it, it was a tough thing for him it was mm. tough it was a tough thing for him to have to go through he starts starts it off pretty simple saying look you know i can't i'm not going to make this into a long spiel you only get to have one big sappy uh paragraph retirement retirement paragraph and i already used mine pretty funny That's good. um but in the end in the end oh boy you know started getting a little uh started getting a little teary-eyed on him yeah, I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring. I hope they can hear this. We're good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So sitting on a uh, beach, be long winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay. And I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you supporting me my family you hear it my friends teammates my competitors uh, i could go on forever there's too many um thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream i wouldn't change a thing love you all he, he he's choked up man he's choked up yeah. i hope that that played through through the uh through the actual recording we'll find out later um but he get a little choked up, man. He did a great job. He fought through it. Now, where does Tom Brady stand in the history of the National Football League? I feel a lot less qualified to make a statement on that. 100%. Just because I'm not nearly a, uh, nearly the same kind of football fan that I am a basketball fan. But um, I don't know that I, the last maybe five years – I feel like it's almost universal that everybody says, um, like, no question best quarterback ever. Um, 
But football player, that means different things. It does mean different things. A football player, I mean, can be a lot. I mean, that's the the positions on a football field is so different than like you talk about the positions on a baseball field, right? Like they're all, I mean, I, they're all different. However, you know, they're, they're still, you're all hitting still your work except for pitchers, obviously totally different, but then you got basketball. You're all still out there passing, shooting and playing defense and offense on in the football In football. You have big fat linemen that you got, linebackers you got guys that they all play defense but they're totally different in what they have to do completely different objectives for each one of them right um so it's hard and the quarterback has the ball in their hands the most and if you're the quarterback and you got to make the decisions and you're throwing the ball 40 times a game and you win seven rings and you were he's he's been in the league for 23 years He's been to, I think they said, 12 Super Bowls. <laughs> it was 11 or 12. Oh, no, I think it was 11. 11. So it's like half the time he's been in the league, he's, won, he's been in the Super Bowl. And a quarter, of the, a quarter of the time he's been in the league, he's won the – or a third of the time. Sorry, one out of every three times. He wins, wins it all. Golly. That's insane. You know what, man? He was for so, so, so many years, obviously in New England, was – just dominating i mean he was they were the best team in the league for a long time mostly because of him but also because he was a big part of that culture that they had there i mean he was the leader Mm -hmm. and he there were other great players obviously that played with him sure in the first few years in the first couple super bowls it was all defensive i mean he had to grow into who he became Mm -hmm. but he became you know people talk about his work ethic being like second to none Mm -hmm. none um and you know his competitive drive. The same things you talk about with with Kobe and Michael, mm-hmm. um, and that's the end of that list. Uh, but <laughs> I totally. Agree. I mean, I mean in best. I, I mean, there's guys that have incredible work ethic and have incredible competitive natures. I mean, LeBron has a com- incredible. He's incredibly yeah. competitive. I mean, that's why he jumped around screaming at the end of a game one day. But he's not. I don't think that LeBron is the same. As what Kobe is, I don't right. think LeBron's a straight killer like Kobe and Michael were. I was just—they're just different that. people. No, but it's the tr- no, I get it, I get it. But in the way, that's okay to have that conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's the truth. But I, but I also, <laughs> but also, I was just saying that it's joke. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, but people do talk about that. And look, you see the even this year he broke you know so many iPads and stuff and screamed at his offensive line and that doesn't make him a great competitor let me tell you I'm not divorcing my wife to lose to F and Kenny Pickett <laughs> greatest line I've ever heard you yeah. look at your offensive line and you go I didn't leave my supermodel billionaire wife <laughs> to be losing to Kenny F and Pickett is there a chance we're just going to totally turn the wheel here right. is there a chance they get back together now because he's retired. I do. Dave, I mean, it, it, I, I don't know when, when something like that happens. I mean, if that's the case, if that's the case, isn't it, why did you get divorced in the first place? Or was it just her way of it's my way or the highway kind of a thing? Like I gave you a lot. I've done everything. You said you were retiring and then you went back. All right. See you later. I love you. And I only want to be with you. No, I don't know. I don't think that's, isn't she already dating like her trainer or yoga instructor or something? Probably no idea. 
No idea, but speaking of that, you know who um, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife is dating, right? I don't tell me. I can't wait to hear it, though. Who is Larsa da- dating? Larsa Pippen, right? Isn't that yeah. her name? Great friends with uh, me Kim Kardashian. Uh, <laughs> is she um, dating you now? Oh, no. No, no, no. Um, no, she's, no, she's not that lucky. But <laughs> Marcus Jordan, the son of Michael Jordan, is dating Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Man, I mean, they've been I'm, together like two months now. I mean, I mean if the I'm real deal. if I'm Jordan's kid, if I'm Jordan's kid, I mean, I'm just I'm just riding this train as long as I can, right? You just ride yeah. the train as long as you can. I don't care what this is about. I don't care if this is getting that's getting back at your ex husband. That don't I'm sure. I'm in for the ride. Let's go, girl. How long you want to do this for? Three, six, eight, ten months, a year, couple years. I'll go as long as you want. A week, yeah. one day. How long? Yeah. <laughs> How long will it take? Let's just let everybody know it's a one-time thing. That ought to, that's I mean, that'd be enough for me, but you know. She might be a psychotic lady, but I don't know for sure. But yeah. I've never watched the real house. Was she on a real housewife or any of those? I don't know. Like a NBA housewives or something like that. Or- real yeah real i don't know but uh yeah no she's a she's a you know real uh real handsome gal yeah and uh he marcus jordan looks like uh, a normal person well he i was gonna say he looks like james harden oh i thought he looked kind of well like an average like an average person and and if you say i was gonna say (laughs) you say james harden has he ever got his teeth fixed no, nah, I don't think so. Why man. would you not like not not be the first thing you did? <laughs> Jalen Rose is talking about that so many times. He's like, my first NBA check, I went to the dermatologist for the first time in my life and the dentist for the first time <laughs> yeah. in my life. Dude, I'm going to get my teeth done. Yeah. I'm gonna be, I'm getting all them. I'm doing those. Uh, what do they put them in there? What do they put in there? The Invisalign uh, or something? No, nah, yeah, I mean, nah, I, I'm doing the porcelain veneers, man. Uh, I want yeah, some yeah, big yeah. old white shiny bad boys. All of a sudden, I want to look like I want to. I want to look like Billy Hamilton after year four with the Reds. <laughs> Billy Hamilton went from James Harden teeth to the greatest teeth you've ever seen in your life. I don't even think he knew how to talk for a while. He didn't know how to talk to begin with. I mean, it, well, he did. I didn't mean that. Billy Hamilton, I know you watch this all the time. As much as I give Adam a hard time, I, I enjoy watching Billy Hamilton play. The fastest guy I've ever seen. All that good stuff. But his teeth were jacked up. Otherwise, he he knows it or else he wouldn't have got them fixed. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I would get them fixed, too. I'm going to get mine fixed for the third time someday. But anyway, we got to use the you got to use the retainers they give you. That's what happened to me. I didn't. I, I the last two nights I wore my Invisalign retainer hurt. So one of them well, hurt so bad you couldn't even move the next day. Well, it didn't get that bad. I think, I think, I think I've bent my retainer because my teeth are so different now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, like the last two nights I wore it, but that was the first time in like two months that I wore it. It's so funny. I, my wife got Invisalign and when she got done, they were like, oh yeah, you know, you only got to wear your retainer. Like, I don't know, once a week, you'll be fine. Oh, wow. And she was like, oh no, that scares me. It hurt. Like she's like the very end of in, the Invisalign. My teeth hurt if I didn't have them in, you know, for a certain amount of time during the day. She's like, no, nah, she so she puts that thing in religiously every night. She got them retainers in. Good. 
that's good. I'm not so disciplined all the time, but uh, yeah, man, I don't know. That's uh, that's tough stuff. But I also believe that you take care of your teeth a little bit more when you pay for them. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yep, I pay for the the little extra like gel they put yep, on it or whatever, the whitening just, stuff or whatever. Uh, yeah, or the it's it's like a well, almost like a sealant or something like. Uh, oh, you got the sealer on them teeth. You got that sealer, little fluoride action? Maybe floor, maybe yeah. it's just fluoride. Yeah. yeah, they give you the fluoride. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the extra. When you're a grown-up, you don't get the fluoride rinse every time. I feel like when I was a kid, you always rinsed at the end. They always gave you that fluoride rinse. Yeah, but it's like a, they put it on like the swab now, or yeah, something. Yeah, now it's, it's a swab, of... but what, what would you like? Uh, they always ask me what flavor I want. Now I'm like, I don't know. You pick. What do you got in there? Nah, and man, they'll don't... go, they'll go, here's what we got. They'll go, we've got spearmint, we've got bubble gum, we got cherry, and we got butterscotch. And I'll be like, hmm, butterscotch. I, this, I swear to God, this happened. It was either butterscotch or caramel or chocolate. It was one of those three things. And I was like, you know what? You pick. She goes, I've never used this before. So if you say <laughs> I could pick, I'm using the, we'll say caramel. I'm using the caramel. And I'm like, throw it on. She puts it on. She's like, all right, sounds good. Well, let's set up the next day. And I'm sitting there for a minute. I'm like, man. It's the first time I ever went to the dentist and felt like I just got done eating candy. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is so gross too because it gets it'll get like on your lips and stuff and yeah. it like peels and it's yeah. sticky. I, Dude, uh, your I teeth hate. feel like fuzzy slippers afterwards. <laughs> like you ain't brushed your teeth in a couple of weeks. You know when you don't brush your teeth for like like let's say you wake up in the morning uh-huh. and you're you're flying around. It's happened to me before. I'm flying around. I didn't brush my teeth and it gets to be about 10, 11 o'clock and I'm like. Mm. Start rubbing your teeth, your tongue around the front of your teeth, and you're like, "Huh, it's a, it's amazing how rigid and 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 fuzzy they get when you <laughs> when you don't brush your teeth." Fuzzy, um, yeah, man. Look, uh, Tom Brady's gonna have plenty of time to. <laughs> Sorry, brush we talk, his were teeth we talking and, about Tom Brady? We're Tom Brady, and we got into teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, Tom Brady's retiring. Maybe so, for the last time. How know? do you consider the GOAT in the NFL? Is it just the greatest athlete you've ever seen? I don't think I do. I mean, people, I just, so that's so, so hard. So, like, you've got people in the camp, they'll be like, Jim Brown. Jim Brown was the, was the best football player ever. Okay. It, he led he – he played for nine years and led the league in rushing eight of them. Like and that's then, and then if you're under 65, then you think that Barry you know, Sanders is. And then you look at – so I, that's the thing about favorite. LeBron. So that's the thing about the LeBron thing, right? is LeBron's about to break the record for scoring, right? And who's underneath that? It's Kareem and then, like, Carl uh, Malone or something like that under him? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Or how, where did Kobe end up? Maybe Kobe jumped Carl Malone and maybe, then it was yeah. – So, anyway, either way. But it's like, all right, so let's think about this, right? Uh, Emmett Smith has the most rushing yards. How many people say that Emmett Smith was the greatest running back ever? No, not many. No, no. You've got your Barry Sanders camp. You've got your Jim Brown camp. You've got, you know, different Walter Payton, maybe Walter Payton's. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. OJ, you got guys saying all kinds of people. I Once say, again, I say OJ. I, OJ was unbelievable. OJ was probably one of the greatest. And, and, and I, that doesn't mean that I love OJ Simpson. I'm just telling you he was a great football player. This goes back to the LeBron thing where I was starting to get. I get irritated. Real quick, real quick. Top of your head, quick. Uh, rank these guys. Kato Kalen. Right? No, rank oh. these guys. OJ Simpson, Ray Lewis, Ray Carruth. <laughs> no. Rank those guys. <laughs> Ray Lewis, 
I, uh, Ray Cruz just got out of jail a couple years ago. Did, did you know that? Yeah. He got 20 years. Oh, was he in jail? And he served 18 of them. Yeah, he huh. – Ray Cruz. Those were just three guys off the top of my head. I, I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean – I'm putting Ray Lewis there. at the top. You know what I mean? Hey, he was acquitted and never served any time. Better than Orange Juice Simpson, huh? OJ, uh, OJ got put – OJ got locked up. Twice. No, actually, no. Once for something – Totally different than yeah. we thought he was going to get. Yeah. He, he lost his, he lost his, or he won the case for killing his wife and her boyfriend. And then he lost the civil suit where he had to pay their, so he lost the civil suit saying, oh yeah, by the way, he did do it. We can't put him in jail for it, but he owes you a bunch of money. And then old boy goes and tries to beat up a bunch of people, plans to beat up some cats because they stole his memorabilia. And he wanted it back. Oh, is that that's what, it was? what got him I into jail? He was that's what landed in some, him in jail. Oh, I thought he was involved in some kind of memorabilia scam or something. No, like there was something. Yeah, it was something like that where these people had it, and he was going. He was like, "No, no, they can't. This guy, they can't sell it. Let's go. Let's meet with them." And you know, meet with them. They got all my stuff, and it was going to be. I don't know if he was supposed to be signing it or whatever, but they set up some kind of meet, and then he had his boys with guns and stuff, and they went in there to go get it all. Nope, I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna sell it. OJ walks in behind all the guys that rush in with guns. He walks in real slow and just nonchalant and just puts on the glove. Puts on the glove puts on the leather glove. Grabs a knife. Like, <laughs> nah, man, what would you do if OJ Simpson walks in and he looks pissed? I'm out. Yep, you have it. It's yours, bro. He's like 85 years old. I don't right care. Now. I don't care. Stone cold killer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's the reason that Norm McDonald got fired from Saturday Night Live. You know that? No. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. So I guess the pr- I, I, president maybe of NBC at the time was friends with OJ Simpson oh, and shit. told, told this was in Norm McDonald was hosting. Yeah. Um, weekend update. Weekend update. And he told Norm, no more OJ jokes. Every single week, Norm is making OJ killed his wife jokes. Yeah. He told him no more jokes because he was friends with him. <laughs> Norm never stopped. <laughs> wow, good for him. <laughs> Kept doing it. Good for him. Wonder how many warnings he got. How many weeks did he get away with it after the first warning? That man did not care. Yeah, like, good for him. He, this is my craft. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I got. This. Oh and when God. and when it's over, then I get to tell jokes about how you fired me for that. <laughs> right. Good for him. Anyway, we've lost track of where we were at. Tom Brady, greatest of all time. I mean, Tom Brady, unbelievable. I mean, Terry Bradshaw's got four Super Bowls. He's got seven. Will someone ever catch that? Who knows? Patrick Mahomes is going to his third Super Bowl in five years. So, you know, he wins this. He's got two. Guess what, man? Two, and he's 25 years old or something like that. Old boy's moving, right? right? He's getting there. Joe Burrow. Burrow's also like the same age as Patrick Mahomes, and Mahomes has been in the league for five years. I don't know if that's true or not, but I I feel like Joe Burrow is so old for being in the league for three years. (laughs) I don't know. How old is he? I think he's 25. 25. That sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, most quarterbacks come out after their sophomore year, so they're like 20, 21. Yeah. Well, he had I mean, the, the greats, right? For, yeah. yeah, but the greats, you know, you got Jalen Hurts, who's probably a little older, too, because he had to do all his transfers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about the Bengals a little bit next week. Hopefully we get uh, Mr. Edwards on. He's he's uh, nursing his voice because he was at the Buffalo. The Buffalo. 
He was at the Kansas City game. Also at the Buffalo game. He was at the Buffalo game as well and was screaming and yelling at the uh, referees like so many people did. Here's the deal. I just want to say this. I forgot I wanted to talk to you about this. Can I just say this? I get that the refs were not that great in that game. I get it. They missed some calls. But let me tell you something. You got the ball twice with under four minutes left in the game. Tie score. You got to make something happen. You get the ball back again with two minutes and 30 seconds left. Still a tie score. And, make something happen. Yeah. And you were the least penalized team in the NFL all year. And you, you, I don't know how many penalties they had, but it was way more than normal. And then here, and everybody says, well, we're the least penalized team in the league. How, why, that shouldn't be that way. Well, here's the deal, bud. The game's getting called away. You got to, you got to go with it. Yeah. And, 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 and I hate to say it, and it sucks. Well, everybody knows that the, the out of bounds, the late hit out of bounds, that was, that was not a bad call. That was, right. that was a normal call. He shouldn't have done it. I mean, even Pratt was pissed off after the linebacker not being a great teammate afterwards. But like, oh, well, there's a blatant hold on this call and there's a block in the back on this call. Guess what? I bet there are people, I bet there are Raven fans saying the same thing about that, about that Hubbard um, 98 yard touchdown run. When dude hit the Raven in the back on the, on the return, there's blatant calls that are missed all the time. Yep. They're missed all the time. The only one I saw that was like egregious that I thought like they, that ha- that has to be called out of all the calls that one has to be called was the late hit on Burrow, uh, the first draft that or the the second to last draft that needed to be called. You can't. You, this is about protecting the quarterbacks, and they're going to protect Mahomes. They're going to protect Brady. They do try. I mean, they're Joe Burrow is that guy now. He's going to be a guy that's going to get a little extra protection. That call should have been made. Out of all of them, I mean, outside of that, yeah, there were some bad calls. Dude, there's bad calls in a lot of games. A Every game, A lot actually. of games. Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is I heard uh, – who was it? It was uh, who's uh, Joe Thomas. They were talking about the hold, how they thought there should have been a hold. It was, a, it was an obvious hold on the uh, Patrick Mahomes run uh, to get the first down, and then he gets hit with the 15-yard penalty afterwards. And, there, and Joe Thomas came on and goes, actually, in college, yes, that is a hold. But the rules in the NFL are slightly different, and where his hand position was, and where he was, and his was not beat by his feet or something like that, and all this stuff, and like put out this long thing of why it was not a hold. And I was like, "See, you know what that is? That's a bunch of people that never played football at that level complaining because they're fans." Which I'm a fan. Trust me, I was screaming at the TV too. I was pissed, but I take time and I sit back and I, and then you get a guy going, "Actually, you know, I played this at a." Hall of Fame level was yeah. the greatest, the greatest tackle in the game while I played. That was not a hold. It's like, oh, you know what? Uh, I don't even care if you're a Cleveland Brown. You're right. Like it, you, you've got more credentials than I do. Of course. Anyway, so all the, did, all what the did you want to say? All the people though that would even hear that and be like, no, and just, mm-hmm. just no, no, right away, no, no. yep, right no. away. It was yep. against my team. No, that's the other thing. We've had this conversation a million times. I like I've got people that sit around me at the Xavier games. One guy's a really great guy. I mean, we know about the people that sit in the other direction. Those people get on my nerves. <laughs> Warming up to him more and more. You know, it's it's figuring people out. But this guy next to me, I love him. Great guy. Good guy. But every single call, every time we're on offense, we get fouled. Every time we're on defense, they travel or 
or if there's a foul called, there's no way that was a foul. No way that was a foul. But every time we're down there, it's it's like, God, we can't. What, where, what do you think you're at? Where, where, where do you think you're at? Where are we? Did the, the, none of these officials went to Xavier. And even, even if they did, they're getting paid to be impartial. Yep. Like, can you just, can we all just sit back and go, okay. Okay. That there's a reason referees are so are all 60 years old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially at the youth level. That's the one that gets me. There's a lot of young officials in like the college levels and in the NBA, there's like a little turnaround coming. And when I say youth, I, young, I mean, in their forties, thirties, forties, fifties. I mean, that's, you can still move up and down, you know, but you don't have these uh, Joe Crawford, 90 year old men out there still, but at the youth level, what I got to deal with in basketball and baseball is the same people that were umping and reffing when I was nine and 10 years old. Yeah. I, I love Kenny Ellis. Kenny Ellis is a great guy. Kenny Ellis has been reffing for a long time. He's going to make money, but he makes mistakes. The good thing about him is he looks at you and you go, yeah, I might have missed that. Good for you, Kenny. I appreciate that. <laughs> but you can't get on. I might have missed it, but I sure don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but they just, they just, they go out there and they do their best, but they're 60, 60, 70 years old. And it's like, what, were you, what did you expect? What did you expect from this today? When you got a you got you got parents screaming and yelling and getting kicked out of games. What 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 did you expect when you walked up to the game and you saw a 70-year-old, two 70-year-old men out on the court? How did you think this game was gonna go? Yeah. Yep. I was talking to a guy tonight after our, our varsity game uh that I know pretty well, and he's a he's an official. He's been an official for like seven years, and he's only like 24, 25 years old. Nice, good for him. Yeah. Uh, and he does a good job. And, but he, so he's gotten to know a lot of the officials around. Here. Absolutely. And we were talking about some of those officials and he's got some inside scoop. And I'm I didn't like, mean to say call Kenny Ellis out either. Me and Kenny got a really good relationship. I love that guy to death from softball, right? He, yeah. Well, softball, softball. Yeah. From, you know, he um softball and we've had a lot of fun times. Have I ever told the story about Kenny? You tell your story. I'll tell my Kenny story. Story. So, but it, it's not really even a story. We just, uh, I was talking to him for a little bit after the game today and we were talking about uh, at least a couple certain officials and stuff like that. And he was talking about, yeah, we got some guys that are just, you know, yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, softball. I may have already told the story. I think I did. I think I did when the, the hat, the, the stuff where they were checking the hats and the, and the gloves uh, for foreign substances in the major league baseball got big when they started doing that all the time. It was right after, uh, Scherzer started taking his belt off when they walked out to him. Like he was pissed about the fact that they yeah. were asking. And it was Joe Girardi that asked for it, which kind of probably did. That is, you know, getting irritated. So I gave up a bunch of hits back to back to back to back or something <laughs> like that on the mound. And he he calls timeout and he walks out and he goes, I need to you, you're getting killed out here. Let me let me check, make sure you're not doing something. So I said, here you go. And I gave him my hat, my glove, and I dropped my pants right there. <laughs> Nothing but a jock strap on, baby. Oh. I mean, I had a pair of sliding shorts under it, but I got my jock strap on, cup, everything, <laughs> just right there. And he, oh my God, I never should have, I should have known. He turns around, <laughs> runs back behind home plate. This is so funny. He tells that story every he's he almost here, he refs like half our basketball games. And whoever's reffing with him, he tells them the story while we're sitting there. I love it. I love that guy, man. <laughs> He's so good. Oh, boy. Okay. 
Where are we going here? Um, I don't what, know. What were we originally? Oh, we started talking about the Congratulations, Bengals. Tom Brady. Congratulations to the Bengals. I don't know. We're, let's congratulations just... to the Bengals on your loss. <laughs> no, congratulations. <laughs> how, how about this? Congratulations to the Bengals for making it to the AFC Championship again. After those first couple of weeks of the season where you're like, oh, okay. That was I, a one-time never. Thing. I was never worried. Never worried. Yeah. I knew for, I knew the whole time they'd be thirteen and four, and they would be thirteen and four if they got to play that. I called it thirteen and four. They would have been thirteen and four if we got to play that whole game. I think so. Yeah. And we would have. Yeah, I do think so. I definitely do. Well, they did end up beating Bills. Yeah. So, all right, we should get to our Mount Rushmore. Let's do that, sir. And that was that is working comedians. We're gonna say it like that. I like that's just comedians. So we've done the all time comedians and that includes some guys who are no longer around. Um, Uh-oh. your George Carlin's and guys like that. Yep. Uh, yeah. Right? And my phone's about to die. Oh, okay. It's dead. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Continue anyway. So, but these guys are, we're, we, we're talking about the guys that are still currently working as stand up comics and, not necessarily older guys who aren't really around anymore who might do a, you know, I think we talked last week, Eddie Murphy, maybe he doesn't count because he did a special a couple years ago, two, three years ago, whatever it was. But that was the first time he's done stand up in 20 something, 25 years. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you got, I, I know we kind of mentioned Seinfeld, he's still, I think kind of doing it. Like, I think he does it when he wants to. Yeah, but if you're not putting special, if you're not putting specials out. But he did a couple years ago, too. Yeah. Yeah. So just like Eddie Murphy. Then. That's what I'm saying. Like, but he did. He wasn't gone that long. Oh, I mean, maybe not. Nobody was gone as long as Eddie Murphy was. That was insane. Yeah. I, I think after his show, he's still been doing some stuff but anyway. So if he's on your list, fine. If not, fine. But He's, he was never my favorite stand-up comedian anyway. Yeah. I, it was a great show. I love the show. I, his stand-up, I don't know much about. I think I know. I think I like his stand-up better than the show. Oh, huh? But anyway. Me and your dad would disagree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I like the show, too, but also the most overrated show ever. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, these are guys still working. Can be older guys. Can be younger guys. Whoever you like, that's, uh, that's still doing it right now. All right. So, let's just talk. Let's just talk about some of these guys. All right, let's talk it out here. Uh, unless you have, unless you are ready to go with four, I want to. I want to talk about it because I have a list. I wrote down a list of like seven, but I feel like there are still ten more guys I could put on here. A hundred percent. And I'm not gonna. I is the more I think about it, the more people I'm gonna add, and I'm just gonna start messing with my own head about it. So I'm going to look at the seven and pick four from the seven, unless you say somebody that I'm like, Oh, that guy's got to be on. Okay. All right, let's go. I just almost spelled Chappelle wrong. (laughs) Sometimes you're like, is it two P's, one P, one L, two L's? I started with an S. (laughs) Started (laughs) off the bat, bud. Started (laughs) off the bat. That's why I was like, oh, that's got to be close. He has a logo with a C on. And I'm looking at it. And I wrote an S down. There's no S in his name. I don't know how that happened. Oh, it's not Dave's Chappelle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So, all right, let's maybe we start there. Maybe okay. we start right there because I feel like a lot of people have Dave Chappelle on their Mount Rushmore, living dead, no matter what. 
a lot of people, yeah. I think, have him on there. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, he's certainly still working. He's he uh, he's one. He's at a point now that and I know I've heard some comedians talk about this. How it's kind of uh, they don't like it and I don't blame them, but he'll show up in New York or L.A. Mm-hmm. and he won't have a, a plan set. He, he'll show up at, at the biggest club and he just starts talking or whatever. Right? And he, it's not, yeah. and when he walks in, they're like, Oh, you're on whenever you want to be on. Mm-hmm. And that means somebody's getting bumped or the, the next guy that was supposed to go on were the next three guys or the <laughs> next three or four guys or the rest of the night, because yeah, he'll go on and just for three, two, three hours, he'll be up there. And that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it, really upsets some of those comedians that are like hey man i'm trying to get five minutes up here because i'm trying to get people to yeah like who the heck i am so anyway but if you're at one of those shows as a fan that paid to get in and you don't know dave Chappelle is going to be there and he walks in you're like oh my greatest day of your life right yeah right It's, it's insane so anyway you gotta think Chappelle. You got to think, Chappelle. Yep. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put him on mine. I'm putting him on mine. I'm putting him on mine as well. You got a list here. You want to go down this list? I'm just kind of as I'm going. I'm I'm writing some stuff down as I'm looking. Now I'm not. Mine aren't going to be the same as yours because we know Jim Gaffigan's not getting on my list. <laughs> right, it's just not happening. I wrote him down. Bo actually, Burnham's not getting on my list. <sighs> I know, but there's a lot of really good ones. I like Hannibal Burris. So I think Burris is hilarious. I saw him live and it was not a good show. Yeah. But I've seen enough of his stand-up that I'm like, I love this guy. Yeah. And there's a lot, right? And then and I'm going through these lists here, and there's like the first woman is at 40. Wow. Tiffany Haddish. And, and she's, she's not even one of my favorites. Not even close to one. Of right. You got Taylor Tomlinson, who's been pretty good, came out with some Great. good ones. Uh, I mean, Nikki Glazer, we talk about her all the time. Like, Obviously, maybe the last one didn't hit the same way, but I like Nikki Glaser. She's funny. You go Me back too. and listen to all her stuff. She's a funny person. Yeah. Whitney Cummins was a funny person. Now, she's turned into something totally different here lately, but like I said, was a funny person. Yeah. Uh, what was the one girl? I'm missing. I'm missing. She did the she did the movie with um, and, and uh, she was dating a doctor and she was always hammered or whatever. LeBron James was in it. Oh my! Oh, oh, I can't believe I can't remember. Yep, yep. Uh, Blonde hair. Uh, She's one of the most popular there is. uh, Oh my gosh! Uh, You know who? Before he got big, was touring with her. Opening for her was Mark Norman, and that is. I can't believe this. I I thought it'll be all right. Anyway, keep keep going. But like Mike Berbiglia, I love that guy, and he's down at like fifty-eight. I can't even say his name. Chris Stefano's at 57. I mean, they had they had uh, 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 Kevin Hart in the 50s, right? Like, this is insane. Yeah, or he was in the 40s. Sorry. Dimitri Martin's on here. I mean, there's so many good ones. So many. Whitney Cummings and Nikki Glaser, 62 and 63. Uh, Like, that's crazy That to me. Ali Wong is so good. She's a 66. I like Ali Wong. She's good. Eric Andre, that's your tasteful guy, right? Like, that's going to be an up-and-down kind of fella. Michelle Wolf is good. I like Michelle Wolf. She's really good. Yep. Uh, Ali Sadiq. You know what? Screw that. I'm putting Ali. I'm calling it right now. Ali Sadiq is on mine. I have never heard a joke he said that didn't make me laugh. Now, I don't know that I've ever heard a full special of his. 
Yeah. Never have. Because he's a smart man. You can't just go out there and get a special of Ali Sadiq. You got to pay for it, no matter what. <laughs> like, if you want to see any special he's done, you're paying for it. It ain't on YouTube. It ain't on Netflix. It ain't on Hulu. It's not on any of the streaming platforms. You want it, you got to pay for it. You'll get some YouTube, some clips, but you're not getting a set. You that know, might be another reason I like that. You know who else is exactly that same way? Who's that? You're paying for it because all of his specials are only on his website. And you have to pay for them. That's uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K., but that's only because. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, how can Ain? Sorry. It, Louis, Louis C.K. is on yours, I bet. Louis on mine. Yeah, I figured Louis C.K. would be he on is. yours. Yes. Um, but, the, you know, there's a lot of really good. These guys are all like there's a ton of really, really good comedians. By the way, I just re- I well a couple months ago bought the full package, so you can buy different things. I bought the full package on his website that has all of his specials and his uh, show Louis that oh, was on FX. Yeah, I've yeah. been rewatching that. I'm I wonder if it has four. the first because he was on that started I think on HBO and it didn't run for a there was a season different, that was something. a different show. Yeah, but it was yeah. called Louis too, wasn't it? It was called Life of Louis. Life or something like okay, that. Okay, sorry, Life. Yeah. But I'll, I watched the very first episode of that uh, when it first came out. This is 20, over 20 years ago. Probably. I bet it was 20 years ago. Maybe not 20, but I bet it was close. Maybe. Yeah. And uh, he, it's HBO. He walks out naked. He's, they like, he's in his apartment and his wife moves something, does something. And all of a sudden he's just standing there naked. And I was like, eh, all right, buddy. Good for you. Good for you. Wish I had that kind of confidence. Yeah. Joe List, 74. Love Joe List. Joe List is so good. Jeff Ross is way down there. Tom Papa's really good. Yep. There's so many good, good comedians. Um, Patton Oswald, Natasha Laguerre. I've never heard her actually do stand up, so I can't say that. She's good. Eliza Schlesinger. Out, I mean, up until her last one that got me because she took 15 minutes to stand on a stand up there and tell me all about what she believes in. I don't care what you believe in unless it's funny. Yeah. Make it funny. <laughs> Stand up and do anything you want, but make it funny. That's right. Oh, sorry. I got to make sure this is working. You're good. <laughs> oh, I just went to low power mode, which I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Foxworth, he's on here. I'm trying to find who this is. Pete Holmes is another good one. Like, oh, listen to these guys. I'm almost into the hundreds. Michael McHale, Aziz Ansari, Phil, I don't know, Phil Wang. Uh, some of these, here we go. Wanda Sykes is still in here. I'm trying. I can't find her. And I, I'm gonna, I'm so mad at myself about this. Mark Marin is at 99. Fortune Feimster 100. Dion Cole 101. Oh, this is insane. This is insane. How low some of these people are. Uh, Ron Funches. Like, listen to these names. There's so many of them. And then you get into Bill. Then you get into the really good ones. Bill Burr, Nate Bargatze. Just gonna ask. Joe you. Diaz, Tom Segura, Theo Vaughn, Tom. Sam Murill. Like. I, I mean, it just keeps on going on and on and on and on. And there's so I never realized Big J Okerson, Pete Davidson and eh, Pete Davidson, Trevor Noah. OK, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, this is a very difficult thing because there are so many great comedians that are working right now. How do you how do you make it in comedy with all of these people doing it? I know. I mean, it's really a comedy boom right now. It's it. There's so many and so many good ones. Yeah. There are a ton of people out there. Um, so I, I miss Pat named a lot of people. I did. It's I'm sorry. I was just no. running through this list. That was great. Like, 
It's insane. I've got two on mine so far. You have two on yours. Here's who I have left on the list that I wrote down. Bill Burr, Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, Brian Regan, and Jim Gaffigan. I'm not going to put Jim Gaffigan on there because you're You've talked me out of it. I don't let me do that. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Amy, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer is who I've been trying to say this entire time. Her show uh, that was on, I think it was on Comedy Central. At one point, she like was like the show. hottest yeah. comic there was. Yeah. Um, that sketch show she had was really funny. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Um, and she was, she's funny. Um, the last like special or two of hers, I wasn't as into. Yeah, but I've I've seen specials of hers before where I'm like, oh yeah, she is funny, and especially because I, I, I mean, her variety show or whatever it was, sketch comedy show was good. It was really good. Um, yeah, Amy Schumer's another one. Uh, so I, I'm going. I'm gonna put Bill Burr on there. I'm putting Bill Burr on mine. So that gives us two of the same out of three. I've got Ali Sadiq. I was I jumped. I, I don't know if I jumped the gun, but I'm not going to put him on there right now. I'm going to go Nate Bargatze. Yeah. Nate Bargatze's on mine. He's really good. I've never heard a Nate Bargatze joke or special that I did not fully laugh the entire time. Yep. You're going to be excited about what's coming up here. So here's the deal. So here's my next ones that I'm thinking. Okay. You gave me a list of yours. Are any of those people on yours? Or were you just saying people that? No, I'm gonna you're pick, thinking of you are picking out of something in there. My, for my last one, it's gonna be between Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, and Brian Regan. I love that. So Kevin Hart is great. Um, Tom Segura, I know, and I, Theo Vaughn. Like Tom Segura is absolutely hilarious. But the one that I didn't say yet that might be my favorite of all of them is Joey Diaz. <laughs> I love Joey Diaz. Yeah. He's not the most polished comic out there. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. Dude, I don't know. Tom Segura, Theo Vaughn, Sam Marill, Ali Sadiq, and Joey Diaz, and Kevin Hart. I got tied for my... Wow. I mean, I don't know what to do. This is tough, man. Give me yours. Give me yours. Let's go. Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Louis C.K., and I'm going... Uh, oof. You know who I'm putting on there? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna use a wild card and go Brian Regan. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. I figured if you didn't take Jim Gaffigan, you take Brian Regan. <laughs> and they might as well be said, the exact same people. You said, nah. I, I don't yeah. know when the other one. When it comes on the comedy uh, stations, I have to look over to see which one it is. Really? They're the exact same person. No. Oh yeah, Brian Regan and and Jim Gaffigan. They talk the same and the, they're like the way they talk and do their one opposite voice all the time. They've only got two voices and one like Jim Gaffigan's is his voice and the crowd's voice because he knows they're making fun of him the whole time. So it's his voice and the crowd's voice. And then Gaffigan or then uh, Regan does his voice and anybody else that he, he's he's talking about when he talks about how they talk. Is the other one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is how. Just how Gaffigan does it. They're the same person. I'm throwing Regan on there, but you, you said could. Tom Segura, and I'm like, oh, dude, Tom. Tom Segura. He's right there with those guys. So I'm I'm going, I'm going for sure. Bill Burr, Nate Bargatze, Dave Chappelle. 
Theo Vaughn is so funny. I know. He's so funny. Um, man, I was a huge, I would have put Nikki Glazer on this until her last special. Really? I loved Nikki. I thought she was hilarious. Your top four. I, I, I would have before, but hey, this is working comedian. So this is constant work, right? This is, this is, a, this is constantly going. Um, I think I might take Ali Sadiq off, and I think I'm going Tom Segura. That's a good call. I think Sam Morrill's really good too. Theo Vaughn, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart is maybe the funniest man alive. Yeah, he might be the funniest man alive. This is harder than I even thought. Okay, Nate Bargatze, Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, Tom Segura. I'm doing nope. Theo Vaughn, nope. Yep. I'm going Theo Vaughn just because I think I like the hillbilly stuff that he does. I think that sets him over the top. I'm doing it. Theo, uh, I went from I went from penitentiary jokes to <laughs> to hillbilly jokes on who was my top one. That would be an interesting conversation to listen to. Listen to oh Joey gosh. Diaz and Theo. Vaughn. Oh, I was talking about Ali Sadiq, oh. but even still, I take a I. He said Theo, penitentiary. I thought, I, I thought automatically uh, Joey Diaz. Yeah, sure. I think because a lot of the jokes that that I that you hear from Ali Sadiq is are penitentiary jokes, but I'm going to tell you right now, I take all three of them. I take I would take Theo Vaughn in a conversation with anybody, and I would like to hear that, dude. I'm telling you, his podcast. You got to listen to his podcast. That that might be one that I would listen to because of the way he says words makes me laugh. Like he can just say a word. And I'll be laughing. Don't even have to tell a joke. It's, just say a word like it's all M-anum. Like I want an M-anum. Yeah. Like an M&M. Like, but, but it makes more sense when he does it because he's thought it out. And he's smarter than I am. And I just looked next to you and saw an M&M playing a saxophone. So <laughs> <laughs> like the baseball or something. I don't know how he does it. He just does it really well. He does it really well. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we've got our four. There you go. All right, speaking of comedians, speaking of comedians, speaking of comedians, and one that we um, have already spoken about today, yeah, because he is on your list, also has come out with a uh, a new special lately, Nate Bargetsy. <laughs> Usually, before we pick next week's stuff, we talk about the comedy thing that we didn't talk about last week. We never rated. Oh yeah, Andrew Santino. That's right, <laughs> Andrew Santino. Andrew Santino. We got one more piece of business here before <laughs> we get the old baby boy. We can make this really quick. Let's make this real quick. Um, Good. Okay, so Andrew Santino. What do you, <laughs> you wanted to skip right over I him? Skipped right over him. Oh, let me write it. Let me write my number down. This poor guy was like four weeks ago. I, <laughs> I feel so bad for him. You know, it's like when somebody's waiting for uh, Cisco and Ebert to come out. And they just like, well, Siskel's sick. Well, Ebert's got the flu. Uh, we just want to know what our movie's going to get, see how much money we're going to make. Um, let me write something down here. Okay, I think I got it. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger is the special on Netflix. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll start off. I, I, I told you last week I watched the special. And I was like, like I 1.9 or something. I was going to give it. Dude, this is totally different. Good. This guy, this was so much better than the special I watched that he did that I found out came out in 2017. 
a uh, long time ago. Like old boy's gotten very good. His Joe Biden, Joe, I love my favorite thing is I can't remember exactly how it went down, but my favorite thing that a comedian does and Bill Burr does it all the time. And we even joked about it on his last one at Red Rock. He will say something politically, something most of the time, or, you know, whatever about women, whatever, that gets the crowd like, woo, yeah, tell them. And then and I'm looking at him going, wow, y'all stupid. He's about to say, but right now. And then he comes back with that, but he was talking about, oh, that's what it was. It was global warming. And he was talking about good for that girl to get out there and speak on what she believes in and, and be so passionate about it. Good for her. And everybody starts cheering. And he goes, but you're kind of a little bitch. <laughs> and I was, I was cracking up. I love that. Whether well, no matter, it's just, I love those kind of jokes. I love seeing people do that. He did it a couple of times. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in here. There's a lot of stuff in this special. And, uh, and he kind of gets covers a lot of different things anywhere from, he did a really good job with the, uh, with the, the, the joke that I made earlier before off the air, uh, where he starts off talking this is one of the first jokes he had of the day where he starts off talking about, uh, what he does when he takes care of himself and, you know, he was scared of it and starts, you know, so he takes his off pan and tickles it a little bit. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, he's talking about it. Go ahead. Tell everybody sticks a couple digits up there. And then <laughs> next thing you know, he's like, tell everybody hey, fists. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> he did such a great job of just playing that a little higher and higher and higher. And higher. I was cracking up. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, the Kamala Harris, you could just come on. You really want it that bad. Just push him down the steps. Just give them one little push. They don't get back up. They don't get back up. Just push them. <laughs> hey, Let's have our meeting in the basement, but the stairs look really slick and there's no handle. You want to be president? Just give him a little push. I like, I like that. That was pretty good. Uh, I'm going 3.6. There's so much more in this, but I'm going 3.6. All right, good. Um, his whole, all his Jesus was gay stuff. That was so good. You just, I'll, oh, oh, I'll be back. You just wait till my dad hears about this. <laughs> Uh, that, that was all good stuff yeah. um he he surprised me so i'm pretty familiar with him watch his podcast every week and everything and i've i've seen his last three specials at least i think uh his act outs i've never really seen him do act outs like that i feel like yeah i thought he, they were really good um that part of the jesus gay thing like he's like first of all he was like by far the best looking guy. He's chiseled with like a 12 pack. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful flowing hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that guy. And then he, he was talking about the, well, the super soaker. He did the sound effect. Yeah. For the super soaker. And then uh, talking about, he, he was doing like stuff about the medical profession and everything. And then he went into the story that always goes, uh, they told him he would never walk again. What happens? <laughs> always, they always walks, walks again. again. <laughs> he's like, don't he's zoom like, out. I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, there's something about like you see the guy baby deering on the parallel bars <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> he did that really, really well. I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> anyway, a lot of good jokes in this thing, and he was he was funny. Um, I, I have a 3.9 down. There you go. We're pretty close. We're close. What is as high as we go? Five? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like I could have gone 3.9. For some reason, I thought four was the highest. <laughs> I went 3.6. I feel like I feel like 3.9 to 4.1 is if five is the highest, and I feel like that we just behead so many that have been in the middle. We've had yeah. some mediocre stuff going here lately. I'm I'm fine with giving that a four. I'm gonna replace it and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go four. four. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm totally fine with giving that a four. I thought that was really good. Yeah. I mean, that was every bit as good as that Kyle Canane, and I love that Kyle Canane one. Ooh. Yeah. I yeah. love that one. Kyle Canane's great. Yeah. All right. Well, then should we get into the uh, next week stuff? Let's do it. You've already uh, you've already blown the surprise. Sounds like Nate Bargatze's got a new special out. Now, I went and saw Nate Bargatze yep. uh, last year, and uh, it was after his last special and obviously before this one. So I'm wondering if I'm going to get any jokes in this bad boy that uh, maybe I'm, I'm excited. Like I've never, I've never been like watched a comedian and then got to see a special later. Like to see if, Oh, will I be ready for this? Like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I've seen a couple of clips from it so far, but uh, I'm excited to watch it. Obviously. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best. Like he's, I, on, he's on my, he's on my top. He's on my top. So this better step your game up, bro. Or, or you just got lucky that we did it the week before. Look, now he's like one of the biggest comics in the world, probably. And he's got a lot more money now. He does only theaters. I don't even think he does comedy clubs anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, wait a second. We didn't even talk about Dave Attell. Uh, dude, so David, I didn't write him down, but he was at the bottom of that list. I didn't say David Tell when I was going through doing that. I don't remember hearing it. And I... Because I said Jim I Ross, I thought I said David Tell Jeff too. Ross. Yeah. Jeff Ross, uh, Jim Ross. <laughs> Jim okay, Ross. that's on me. That's on me because I've been watching Tales from the Territories uh, on Vice here <laughs> recently, and I just finished up with uh, Mid American or what was it, uh, Midwest Wrestling or something like that, Mid South Wrestling. I can't remember what it was. And uh, Jim Ross, that's where Jim Ross came up. Uh, the and then it became the U. The WCC, I can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> and then it was bought out by Jim Crockett, who ended up being the got rid of the NWA and ended up turning into WCW. And and when they bought it out, he left. And then, yeah, he started out when he was like seventeen years old. Wow. Yeah, as a ring announcer, <laughs> and he was just as ugly then as he is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The difference is when he first started out. He could talk out of both sides of his mouth, <laughs> <laughs> which usually isn't a good thing. But <laughs> Unless you've had a stroke. Unless you've had a stroke. Um, David Tell gets honorable mention on my list. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Love David Tell. Uh, Hello World is the name of Nate Bargetti special, and it's on Amazon Prime. It's on oh, Amazon Prime. Perfect. It's cool. not on Netflix. Too. All right. Perfect. So I get the Mount Rushmore. And Adam, this is going to be right up your alley. I don't know how we've never done this before. And correct me if I am wrong. Okay. But I think I'm going to go with the Mount Rushmore of household cleaners. Okay. <laughs> you got your Lysols. You got your bleaches. You got your Odo bands. You got your off brands. Yeah. I yeah. want to go with your, because I, I mean, Pledge, you know, there's a lot of them out there. Yep. What is your Ajax? What is your uh, Mr. Bubbles scrubbing bubbles? Bubbles, yeah, uh, yeah. And then you got the toilet guys. We didn't even get into the toilet fellers yet. We didn't start talking about toilets. The twisted nozzle, you know that little bent Z nozzle, so you can get up underneath the rim. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Got to get under there, man. How good. often do you clean your toilets? 
every time somebody's about to come over. <laughs> nice. I guess we're probably the same. <laughs> um, all right. I like it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, I like that too. Yeah. Nate Bargatze, welcome world or something like uh, that. Hello world. Hello world. Uh, Mount Rushmore of household cleaners. Hopefully we get on Mr. Andre Edwards. Uh, he does owe us an acapella singing because he lost. I can't wait to hear what he's going to sing. I, I don't know if we're going to do it, if he wants to do it over Zoom or if he wants to do it a different time. I'll give him that option. We can do it a different time and meet up. Yeah. Um, you know, spring and summer is right around the corner. We can always go meet him somewhere sometime. I do. I play a lot of baseball tournaments on the west side or on the east side. Uh, out his way he's Lakota or something I think I don't know anyway he's up north yeah so we go we I could go out that way or Liberty Township we could figure I've got turn we can I'll bring the stuff with us we can do something like that on a weekend out there if he meets up meets up we can we can just let him do it on the zoom because we had to do we did ours on the zoom yeah so he can do his on the zoom yeah up to him you know what would be fun since he lives out that way we should we should find a day that we go to a show at the Funny Bone out okay. there and see if we can get Andre. See if to we get Andre to go, and then we can. Yeah, I like it. I like it. We can just an outing. Yeah, just a nosebleeds outing. I'm 100 percent in for a little nosebleeds outing, and I, I'll bring the stuff. We do a live. We can do a live recording sure. right there at Funny Bone. Sure, they won't let us, but yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> I just I I got. It. We I could, I mean, we could record into our phones anyway. Yeah. yeah. If they don't take them first. Yeah. It's happening a lot, isn't it? They take your phone a lot. Uh, I've only been to, I think, one. Have I been to a show there where they took the phone or they put it in the, put it in the pouch or whatever? That little pouch thing when we went to go see Chris Rock. Can I, let me just say this real quick for anybody that's still listening to this podcast, because if you're listening, that means you cared a little bit about the comedy side of this. Yeah. Cause you wouldn't be listening to the end of the podcast anymore. If you didn't want to hear about the comedy part, if that's the case and you go to a comedy show and they, they don't take your phone, but you put your phone in a little pouch, right? And you got to put your Apple watches in there and everything else too. If this happens to you. Okay. And the show is over. Can we all just be calm and just stand and just stand there and wait to get the thing undone that, that I can't stand people that just will walk in front of you while you're, they come from behind you. So they see you standing there and then there's one person unbuttoning all these things and they just walk up next to you and stick it, stick something in front of you. Well, who are you? Actually, I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. No one else cares who you are. Why do you think you are who you are? Here's the problem. They don't, for some reason, they don't form, they don't make you form lines. They just have people standing around randomly, yeah. like in the lobby, like, hey, if you want your thing to, you yeah. know, come, come here, come I'll here, unbuckle you. Yeah. yeah, I'll unbuckle you. And and <laughs> it's like a little pin buckle. It just ends up thing. with a swarm around each person. Uh, and they're just like, here, here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Just grabbing them as they go. No, I, I why can't. Why would you not no. make, I, may, I don't know. Maybe it would end up taking we're, a longer time. We're but, civilized people. We're civilized people. Just line up. Line up. Just line up on your own. You're an adult. You've been doing it since first grade. Kindergarten, preschool. It Somebody might, walks up and they're in front of them. Guess where the next person goes? Behind them, not next to them, not behind the person who's doing it, behind that person. 
when you go to the bathroom at a sporting event, does everybody just walk into a bathroom? No. You walk in and you go, oh, crap, the line's over there. Oh, hey, are you in this line or are you in that line? Oh, okay. And you find the end of the line and you stand in it. Otherwise, you'd have th- you'd have four four people standing around peeing into each urinal at the same time. I mean, you know, let's just bring the troughs back. I know you'd do that. Bring the troughs back. I got no problem with it. I'll share a urinal. I would, as long as we don't touch. I would get my hand stamped and drive home and go pee and come back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was the? I mean, the the trough urinal is basically sharing a urinal with nineteen other dudes. I I will not. I will not. Have you it. ever peed in? You've peed in a trough. I you, have hundred percent. You, you live in Chevy, the field house, not the field house. <laughs> Harvest home. Harvest home. Still to this day, is one big giant trough. I I'll never I'll never do it again. I won't. I don't mind it. I'm not looking at you. I don't think you're looking at me. What do you? Oh, deal? I think you're looking at me. I don't, <laughs> why would I care to look at what you got over there? Well, you might not, uh, I, but who knows? It, you know what? And if somebody else wants to see this little button, come on over and take a look. Tweety birds, Tweety bird, Tweety birds sitting here in his, in his nest, just waiting, just waiting to say hi. A oh, couple man. of eggs underneath sitting on. If you want to come on over, bro. I don't care. Oh my God. And if you giggle, I'm going to laugh at you for looking. Yeah, what's worse fair. what's worse somebody laughing at you because they say you got a little a little thing down there while you're peeing or them for looking at it to me it's worse that they look at me and no way at me. yeah that, yeah they're worse they are a thousand <laughs> times worse and you listen some people will grow or not show up it just is what it is uh, that's part of what was the girls the girl the english girl that was one of my favorite jokes ever uh, the English, uh, the black girl, she's English. She did the, uh, oh, she was or British or whatever you want to call it. Um, oh, 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 what was yeah. her name? Um, we watched her yeah, anyway. She, one of her jokes so was she, 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 she loves getting with white guys because it's like a, it's like she's a magician, like with a black guy, it's just there and then it just kind of stands up, but it's still just there with a the white guy. It's like, oh my god, and then oh my gosh, I can make things grow. <laughs> thought that was one of the funniest jokes i've ever heard so good uh sorry that got a little graphic at the end i apologize no, that's okay that's yeah. apologize it's okay <laughs> i just like making adam feel I, slightly uncomfortable i don't want where was i i was somewhere recently that had a trough and i, I really yeah dude i haven't seen a trough since that? last since you know when last time i saw it was when we, we last time who somebody's birthday party was at harvest stone one of the little kids one of the nieces or whatever i don't know oh. if it was jen or lauren or who or maybe it was a baby shower but we were at harvest stone i think it was like literally right before COVID. that was the last time i oh. peed in the trough at harvest stone i don't i mean it's been so long since i've been in those bathrooms i just assumed they were remodeled by now no. well i mean not as of then but that was i mean three four years ago come on chivy what are you doing with my tax money Get some new bathrooms, right? I mean, you know, gotta do what you gotta do. Boy. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Maybe the ones, well, I mean, that's the one towards, you know, you've got the regular bathroom that's inside the building. That's not one. But then there's the one that's like, like if you're out, 
there a little farther ways. They got another little bathroom back attached there. Attached to the outside. Of the it's attached to the outside of the building, but yeah, it's not yeah. the one you use if you're in the building. Gotcha. Right. If you're in the building, you get an actual bathroom. But if you're outside the building, you got to use the trough. It's on the back of it or whatever. Oh, boy. I love a good trough. Mm-mm. I remember being, uh, I think it was Chicago for Cubs game. First Cubs game I think I ever went to. So I was probably 12, 13, 14 years old. And you go to the bathroom and you're just sitting there peeing. And this is a U shape. So like, it, like there's guys on the other side of you, just like there ain't no border in between. It was just a big old U shape. Yeah. Facing each other. Just keep your head down, man. That's what it is. And that normally you just keep your head straight ahead. You know what I mean? Look at the wall. No, you just you got this time you keep your head straight down. Don't block eyes. And you're sitting there going, and all of a sudden this dark yellow will come by. And you're like, whoa, bro, you gotta get some water in you. I mean, you gotta get some, you gotta get hydrated, bub. Coffee struggling. Yeah, man. You are struggling over there. <laughs> struggling. Uh, yep, yep. I'll never forget that for as long as I live ever in my life. When it's Mountain Dew going that. in and coming out, that's not a good sign. You got that right. Don't lock eyes. Don't lock eyes. I'll never forget. Wow, man. You know, how old did you have to be to work out at the Y? Was it like 15 or something 15? like that or 14 or something? Uh, why is it that? So we both belong to the same Y, Gamble Nipper YMCA. Every time I would go into that bathroom, into that locker room, there would always be two 70-year-old men butt naked having a conversation. One of them sometimes with a foot up on, a, on the, on the stool. Always. And they're right when you walk in. You can't miss them. And then you lock eyes. And you're like, I mean, you're 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. You don't lock eyes right away. You lock eye. But then, but then you lock eyes, and you're like, "Son of a biscuit, I gotta get out of here, man! This is so weird." It was always very uncomfortable. I worked there for a summer, and my job was to clean the men's locker room the entire time I was there. You saw a lot of old saggy balls. Let me tell you something, and it was the same, same four guys, five or six guys that regulars every day uh-huh. they came to swim and then they got the steam or whatever same guys always naked what i don't understand that why are you standing around a locker room buck ass naked i don't know uh because they just don't care at that at that age I, I yeah mean, i mean i get like oh well we, you know 80s, when probably. we were in high school we showered together and everything yeah 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 guess what you you don't have to do we don't it's have different. to be that now like come, move on with the times bro I, Nobody wants to see your nasty butt. And and then I'm mopping, you know, I'm mopping Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm mopping near the stalls and there's a stall with no door on it. So assume nobody's in there, right? Because who would drop a deuce with no door on it? Yeah. Nope. I'm mopping. I almost hit the guy's feet. I I walked right into the stall. Walk right into the stall and he's sitting there. I'm all about dropping deuces and doing them wherever I got to do them. But I will tell you this. I would not go into a stall that is does not have a door. Right. I wouldn't do that. You're taking a naked poop no. on a stall with no door. <laughs> well, first off, there's and no... then they get up and then they get up and go to the go to the sink and shave and the... <laughs> Sh- but naked still. The... Yes, there's there's nothing wrong with taking a naked dump. I feel like that's the best way to poop is naked. Okay, I feel like you should be naked when you poop. Okay, it's the most comfortable thing. I. One of the best pictures that went around because there are so many pictures of me that 
I got a buddy who, when he gets a hold of a picture, bud, he just makes sure everybody sees it, right? Whether it's a speedo or a jock strap or whatever you got. Wait, when you say a buddy, you mean yourself? No, no, no. I don't. I mean, I will. Yeah, I end up doing it because most people. This is how it ends up going. It always ends up. Oh my gosh, so and so was telling me about this picture of you. Da da da. I'm like, yeah, here I got it. There you go. I mean, now you got to embrace it at that point. So I, I turned it into a fun. I feel, and I've been, I've been, I've been doing this for a while. Something that makes me embarrassed, I try to fully embrace it and laugh, and I will overtell the story sometimes. And then when other people start feeling uncomfortable, then I'm like, okay, now I can get a little, a little red face, and I can, and I can, and it fits in, right? And I, I'm okay. Gotcha. This just happened the other day with the baseball team. I got, yeah, some things came up, and I embraced the story, and I just went into way more detail than any of them wanted me to get into. I'm a thousand percent sure. Uh, and yeah, I'm pretty sure one of the dads on the way home, I believe the exact words were, uh, the wife said, uh, he looked at her and said, I learned way too much about some people today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, besides the point naked, right? So I'm sitting, so it's, it's summertime. Okay. okay. And I go to the bathroom in my house, no kids, old house. Okay. Go to the bathroom. We have one toilet upstairs. Go to the bathroom. Dropping a deuce. No kids. Just And the door may not have been all the way closed. Well, the dog would love to. He'd come in the bathroom all the time while you're in there. Dog opens the door with his nose, and he just sits in front of me. All right? Well, I that's it's summertime, so I just, had a, pair, I just <laughs> had a pair of shorts on. That's it. It was a pair of shorts. And so, and there, and when I drop down to go, but I'm to the ground when I'm at my house, sure. everything's to the ground. I'm not just around the legs. Like you're in a stall or something. No, I'm all the way to the ground. Yeah. And uh, it looks like I'm just sitting butt naked. And then the dog is sitting there staring at me. That's what it looks like. All right. You can't see anything. Everything's tucked. So the, the wife walks by, is cracking up, grabs the phone, snaps a picture. Yep. That picture has been going around forever. It looks like I'm sitting naked talking to a dog. <laughs> so we're sitting here uh, with softball and, and he's showing everybody like always. And this guy is looking at this phone. He like gets closer to it. And my buddy's like, what are you looking at? What are you looking at so hard? And he's like, is that a dog? <laughs> That's what you're looking at. Good for you, bud. Good for you. Good for you. You're the only one that was looking at the dog, Ugh. not my naked body with my rolls and everything else I had going on. You know, when you're when you're dropping a deuce, you got your you got the hand, the the elbows on the knees. You go, you're not the best posture. Sure. So even when I was only, you know, maybe a buck eighty, I still had some rolls going on the side. Cause that, I mean, that posture is supposed to help. Oh, hundred. Oh, dude, I'm a mover. When I'm dropping a deuce, I'm leaning forward. I'm leaning back. I'll get a little side to side. Sometimes you got to feel like you got to open it a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So you use the porcelain to hold one cheek, spread the other cheek out, pull the other one back, and you get a little back and forth so you get that. Sometimes I feel like I just need to open up. Like, I got one more in there. Just come on, baby. <laughs> come on. I'll rock her out, baby. I'll rock her out. I'm moving all over the place. All right. That's enough. I got We got to stop. <laughs> I could do this all day. It's my, and I'm, I've said these same stories a million times on this stupid podcast.
It's been a while though since we've had a good uh, poop story. Number two story. Good. Well, I'm happy to be the one to tell it. <laughs> All right, uh, Nate Bargazzi. Hello, world. Uh, Mount Rushmore of household cleaners. Super Bowl uh, will be coming up when we do our next podcast. LeBron James will maybe not if they sit him out the right amount of games. He they could. Uh, this is my other favorite one. If he sits out the right amount of games, he could possibly break it in five games. If he sits out two, and it'd be Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl, prime time against uh, against the Golden State Warriors. Like you know, all the things come together. Stop sitting out. You're four games under 500. If you want to have a chance to get into a playoff spot, you got to play every day. You do, hundred percent. He's also 38 years old, may not be able to do it anymore, which means maybe it's time for you to stop. He's got the rest of the days and all the off days to take care of his body. It's the back-to-backs that he doesn't play the back-to-backs. But Steven, so you can't skip every back-to-back. I mean, they don't play as many back-to-backs. Yeah, but he can because he and he will. If you're if you're four games under 500 and you You, you want to win, then get your butt in there. But AD should be able to take care of one or two games on his own. Although we figured out that that's not going to happen. We can't do this right now. We got, we'll do this next week. We'll do this next week. Until next time. We won't time. have time for that either because Andre is going to be on. Andre will be on. We'll talk to Andre about it. He may All have right. something to say about it too. All right. Until then, don't forget to turn your headlights on.